Hey everyone, my name is Brian Tamburino. And I'm Cassandra Schull. Together as members of Fuel, we bring you FuelCast, the only young professionals podcast in Connecticut. FuelCast is brought to you by the local networking group Fuel and the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce. Today we're here with Peter and Chris, local magicians and owners of Chris and P Amusements, a party and DJ entertainment business, which I apologize, it's actually Pete and Chris Amusements. Um, say hello to the listeners and tell them a little bit about what you guys do. Hello, hello, I'm Presto Pete. And I'm Incredulous Chris, Pete and Chris Amusements. And we do a little bit of everything. We do everything from uh, balloon animals, yep. magic shows. Yep. We're actually one of these few two-man kids comedy magic shows in the whole country. That's right. Uh, bubbles. We do bounce houses. We're DJs, karaoke hosts, my gosh, trivia so hosts, so much stuff. We even do backyard movie nights, all sorts of fun <laughs> stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Chris, you have all our uh, sites uh, yeah, I'm ready to go whenever that's uh, that's a day. Oh, that's right now? Yep. That's right now. That's oh. right now. Oh, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you could follow us on Facebook. Just search for Pete and Chris Amusements. Uh, you could also find us on Twitter uh, at uh, P and C Amusements. And uh, I think the big one that we're using a lot uh, is TikTok. And you could find – oh, no, the link doesn't ah! – All right, well, I'll get you that in a little bit. But search for Pete and Chris Amusements pretty much anywhere. You'll find us. It's fine. Some of the places we've done, we've done shows at the Stanford Palace Theater. Yeah, very recently. Last March. Yep. And had a um, kid go through my my gut. Yep. I don't really know quite <laughs> how that worked out. Also, other things were in there, like a broom for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I get hungry sometimes, okay? We've done gigs. We've worked for a gig in LinkedIn in New York City at the That's right. State Building. We worked yep. for Corporate Lego, all sorts of fun stuff. Rye Playland, we do every May. We're their magicians. New York Public Library System and all their 90 branches. Yep, 92 <laughs> branches. Uh, Great Wolf Lodge, you name it, we've entertained there. And uh, some of our upcoming events, again, uh, Rye Playland for all of May. Your public library system again. And all their 93 branches. Yep. And um, <laughs> we're doing a space magic show for them this year. Fools in show. space. Yep. yep. Wow. We're doing a bubbles and balloon show. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a bubble vision. Space themed DJ dance party. All sorts of stuff like that. And we're even doing a show at Niagara Falls this summer for our second time. Mm -hmm. um, Oswego Harbor Festival. Just a few of the bigger gigs we have coming up. So we see that you're busy, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's probably the best introduction that we've had so far well, and uh we're, we're crazy people so that would do it. <laughs> i want to learn about your skill set right your background what what got you here what gave you the idea to do this all right so the story goes once upon a time no um our grandfather on our mother's side twice removed no um on our mother's side he uh, actually invented french fried ice cream Wow. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, so now you'll see it um, as tempura ice cream or fried ice cream in Mexican yeah, yeah, restaurants. Yeah. Basically, um, it's that ice cream that you have the like the fried outer coating and it's all warm and stuff. But inside, it's still frozen. Hurts mm. your teeth. It's magic. Yes, it is. You've had it. <laughs> he invented it. Um, he was on the uh, Johnny Carson show in the 60s. Uh, him, He sold it at the World's Fair in New York City in 64, 65. Wow. My mother was a clown. Yep. Wow. So um, at the World's Fair. Yep. So we tried um, doing something similar. Well, 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 before we jump to that, we also have to mention we've done a lot of theater, a lot of, a lot of all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. We've done plays for Thomaston Opera House. We've done, you know, stuff for our own schools, Seven yep. Angels, all sorts of that stuff. 
Um, and also, we actually got to work backstage for the Oakdale Theater That's years right. ago. That's and right. Got to work backstage for a lot of concerts. Yep. Like mm. big concerts. Yeah. And um, so then they invented that. We tried to do something similar. We tried to um, open a, a mobile bakery, which luckily we didn't because there's a hundred of those now. Yep. Yeah. Thousands of those now. Uh, we, uh, we, yeah, we ate all the food. <laughs> so it didn't work out well. So we started building a few carnival outdoor games. Our first paying gig was a simple rental of outdoor backyard games from that we that we bought at a significant discount. Yep, of course. And um, what kind of games? Like lawn darts? Like like lawn yeah. darts? Safe lawn darts? Yeah, of course. Not the kind that throws stabby stab. Yeah, stuff like ladder ball, stuff like that. That was our very first paying gig. Made yep. a whopping seventy five dollars. Wow. Hey, it's an increase. Yeah. In twenty eleven, that's when we started. Mm-hmm. And then we started buying bounce houses, yep. session machines. Started doing the rentals. Then it came to be winter time. We said, "What are we going to do in the winter?" Nobody rents bounce houses in the winter. Not many. Not many at all. <laughs> Unless you get the twister one. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't twister one. I've never heard of this. There's a twister yes, inflatable. Oh, geez. Yes, there is. She's got a child. That's why she. Oh. No, no, I know that from college. Wow. <laughs> Were you on a programming board of your I college? I was president uh, of the activities board in college. Yep. Wow. yep. I Pete, was as well. He was a programming board of uh, now post university. Yep. Yep. And um, so we said, let's just learn magic. Yep. <laughs> so, like, why not? I guess. We had the theater experience, so we learned the magic. I actually fought against it. I did not want to learn how to do stuff. So actually, our first shows first show was awful. Well, yes, but you also <laughs> noticed I could imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. In front of the hundred, like two hundred kids. kids, and we had these little tiny coin and card tricks. You know, yeah. you don't know when you first. Yeah, know. you have no they idea. Good tricks, except for the one that kept messing up. But they were good tricks. <laughs> you mean the one? The one. Every, they all did good, except you found out when you. Uh, it was in a kind of a poverty area, and we had a trick with an orange, and we realized that when you go to ask somebody who wants the orange, everyone's going to say me. Oh. Things you learn along the yeah. way. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So we started learning magic, so we started making our comedy routine, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of slapstick in it. I cleverly wrote it so that I'm the one reacting to tricks, and he's the one doing the tricks. Mm. But now it's both of us. Yes, now tricks. it is definitely. A little pen and teller back and forth. Well, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kids pen and teller. Yeah. Um, so we started doing the magic Then, just as years went on, we started learning new things. We were doing a resort up in Lake George for like five years. They said, do you do balloon animals? We said we could learn. Yeah. So we learned balloon animals. Um, then we had a friend of ours that was a DJ. So we started learning DJing, trivia, karaoke, movie nights, started buying the equipment slowly. And then this re- most recently we learned bubbles. Yep. Cool. Strolling bubbles at a That was probably the most difficult shows. thing to learn was bubbles. Actually, and it's actually the most difficult job to perform every night. Oh, my gosh. So much studying in the art of bubble making. Ah. Man. <laughs> and pick up a wand and we it's blow it. It's a difficult process. No one else should try it. Exactly. Right. It's it's we, we do not encourage anyone to get into this business. It is torture. According ah. to the market. Yep. Are you guys still terrified every time a, bo- like a balloon animal pops? Not, like, does not at all. You? We don't even <laughs> hear it. We don't even hear it. Yeah, it doesn't. Not, not I used, a thing. I used no. to do balloon animals and I can make like one or two, but nice. still every time my son gets one from somewhere when it starts to make the squeaky noise, oh. I'm just like, I'm like oh. can we not have like a uh, Oh, yeah, that sounds like little. Like, uh, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> no, we are you so have any balloons on you today? No, we figured since there are no cameras, there'd be no point to bring it. So it's like, yeah. we didn't. We didn't. Did you want to hear a Bluetooth? Sure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be kind of cool if you put helium inside the balloon that and then made a balloon. There you go, kids. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Right? <laughs> I they do that in some movie. Let it go outside. Oh, yeah. Just the torch of the children. Oh, like Jesus. In Shrek, in Shrek <laughs> no. he makes a balloon dog out of a snake. Uh. Oh, yeah. 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 Just you're right. right. Uh, you, you have right. children. You've seen that movie. Yes. I've I seen that movie before. How many I have a child. You can't what? use that as an excuse. Two kids. Two children? Two children. Boy and a girl? Both boys. Wow. Yeah. They're older. They're 10 and 13 now. That's awesome. Did you know that the uh, Shrek character was based on uh, an old-timey pro wrestler called the French Angel? Wow. Like, basically, look, look, his look was based on well, – well, Shrek's look was based on the French Angel. Was he Angel. green? Wow. He was not green. Oh. He looked like Shrek. <laughs> he looked like Shrek. There we go. Thank you. Did, did you also know that Farley, Chris Farley, was supposed to be the voice of Shrek? Yes, and there are wow. some lines available yeah. online. Yes. Wow. Indeed. There are a couple clips I need to. Yeah. So I want to. How did I have an interesting question, right? And, and then we're gonna try to apply your response to young professionals. So okay. how? You seem like a fun guy, right? We hope. Yes. And, and now you. Now I find out you have two children. Mm-hmm. So how does that like help? How does it affect your parenting? Because your kid's gonna do something. You're gonna hey, want to learn a trick? I don't know. Like, yep. You know. It is different. Of course, the wife disagrees. But um, <laughs> no, uh, like. My 13-year-old, he knew me before we started the business. He knew when I actually had, quote-unquote, daytime jobs. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, he, he he was interested. He's not really as interested anymore. He's he's 13 he's years 13. old. He knows everything. He's in, yes. interested in video games. Mm-hmm. He can. He knows how to DJ. So he can start hanging out with you, yeah. play the video games? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. My 13-year-old can DJ. He'll DJ gigs with us so he could run the laptop and pick all the music and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but he'd rather awesome. stay home and play video games. you yes. got to get one of those yeah. video game yeah. trucks. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we know yeah. someone yeah, who has those. Yeah, like 14 people on them at a time. Yes. Like 10 screens. Yes. Absolutely. Cool. Um, <laughs> as parenting, though, obviously I'm the funner parent. Mm-hmm. I'm a fun parent. Of course. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a little more difficult because they always see the fun. But then again, at home they do see me. I have to, you know, of course, raise my voice and – Tell them to get stuff done. So they Especially do. Especially the younger one. Yep. It's got to one. It's got to be really interesting though. You get in an argument with your wife, and then you just pull like a bouquet of flowers ah. out behind her ear. You should <laughs> actually you try that. You should do that. <laughs> it's like a balloon animal, like just sneeze. But hey, look, it's a balloon animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back. Oh god. Hold on a second. Open your mouth and just pull. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I would do if I could. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, the the ten year old actually is into this our stuff, so he likes the carnival yeah. games. He helps. Yeah. He does twisting. He does magic. So he'll actually work gigs with us. Like if we last split, we don't split up very much for gigs. No. But if uh, of course there's more opportunity, we'll take it. Mm. And if we split up, so one child will go with me, one will go with him, and they'll work the gigs too. Awesome. That's yeah. Fun. In a young professional setting. It's difficult to find a balance between too much sense of humor and being too professional and trying to fall somewhere into the middle could be difficult. So is that something that you can help them understand? I guess it's it's it really I I, I hate to say this because it's so trite, but it really does depend on you. It depends on the person you're talking to. It depends on your market and uh, on it's it's a hard it's a hard question to answer. What do you think? Yeah, well, me, for me, it's I think you have to have comedy everywhere. There's mm-hmm. nothing, you know. Agreed. You have life. Yes, you know. You live. You die. You can't help it. Mm-hmm. You got to have a little bit of sense of comedy. Obviously, be respectful with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, 
comedy, I, I don't think you have to be serious in a workplace. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, all these people. Have fun while you're doing it. You might enjoy yeah. yourself a little bit. Smile. Yeah. Fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smile. Talk. Be happy. Um, tell some jokes. Obviously, don't be inappropriate at the workplace. Yeah. Um, which, we gotta, is, which is, you know, it's it's a it's a fine line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very fine line. It's very it, – it is easy to cross yeah. that line. Even, even that guy you know – where he always says jokes that aren't funny. Yeah. yeah. At least he's trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. I would give him give him a fake laugh. Right. Right. Well, well <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fake yeah. laugh. So yes. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> but um, uh, honestly, the, the the important thing is to 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 make sure it doesn't come across as fake or you're trying too hard. Uh, I would say wait till you know the person you're talking to before you start you know, trying to make jokes because uh, it could be a thing of them not understanding what you're trying to go for. It could be a thing of, uh, oh, I don't know, somebody has a certain set of beliefs that they're mm. very, uh, that they that can be easily offended through or whatever the wording is. And also like us, we we obviously do it for a living. We make people yeah. laugh for a living. So we were very good at the body language and we try. can tell if somebody's apt to joking around or whatever. Yeah. And try to get them. I've made uh, police officers laugh on the job. Yeah. I've made all sorts of people laugh on their job when they're not supposed to be. So you can gauge their personality. Yes. From yes. the experience. That's great. Just from chatting yeah. with them a little bit, you, you see how they are and you make a joke, what kind of joke they like, and not you try something else. It is a bit of an acquired thing, but like yeah. if you work on it, you should be able to do it. I mean, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Just just don't go overboard yeah. or look like you're trying too hard. Yeah, don't be super serious in the workplace. I mean, no. nothing... Most jobs are not life and death. No. Like, oh, you have this deadline. Oh, you have to make this deadline. You have to make your sales quotas. Have fun with it. If you're a little more energetic with people, yeah, you might get more sales. That's a possibility. Yeah. Sure. It's a distinct possibility. Absolutely. What is a typical day like for you on your business, okay. like on the day to day, aside from at the performance and, you know, getting okay. ready for the performance so, itself, the business side of it? So I'll say my thing and then you could give the real answer. Oh, <laughs> say I wake up. I go to the fridge. I grabbed the pizza from last night. <laughs> oh, from the birthday party. That's right. From the birthday party that always has pizza. I put it in the microwave for about three minutes. That's a long time for a pizza slice. That's long for It is. Slice. It is. But I like burnt pizza. Yeah. It's fine. Then then blah, blah, blah. Work happens. And then I, I go to bed. Oh, that's all you remember. That's all blah, I remember. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. <laughs> all right. So our average day, as you've quote unquote, you don't really have a day off. As you guys Not know, really, you no. your you're business. always on call. You're always on call. You get a phone call at 10 o'clock at night. You you take the phone call. You take the message. I get a lot of my gigs that actually between 11 and 1, 11 at night to 1 in the morning. People just be messaging on Facebook, and I get a lot of them then. <laughs> but um, our typical day, wake up, try to do a little bit of exercise, a.k.a. old people mall walking for us. That's right. Uh, we do old people mall walking. That's our, our gym. Which people mall? Dad. Usually the Waterbury Mall, actually. Waterbury Mall? Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's our closest one. And um, we'll walk and then we'll go, we'll grab lunch and then we go and we, we market. Mm-hmm. Marketing consists of either stopping by places that day, giving them a brochure or lots of cold calling. Oh, gosh. Cold I hate cold I calling. I actually like cold calling now because I ask them, hey, do you need a magic show? What? Yeah. Or they say no. It's like, yeah, you need, it sounds like you need a magic show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easier than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we call our ranges the entire Northeast, plus New Jersey, Maryland, Pennsylvania, stuff like that. Have so, money, we'll travel. Yep. We will go anywhere. 
And um, so we do a lot of cold calling. And then the other part of the day might be prepping for the weekend mm. or um, practicing a magic show or practicing a new balloon because we're big on theming. So we're always learning new things as well. Mm. So, but it's not a lot of free time. Usually we're done five to six at night, maybe. I think it's going to relax a little bit. A little bit. But this job also gives us a lot more free time than that's true. jobs. That's true. Unfortunately, especially in the wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the process like for you going from the idea and slowly growing your business to what it is now to creating that business model and solidifying which, you know, either payment methods or, pay, you know, whether it's QuickBooks or this or that, like yeah. the logistics oh. of everything. How did oh. you guys kind of buy for that? By uh, trial and error. Oh, yeah. All oh. sorts of trial and error. Doing things, seeing what works, see what doesn't work. Asking advice of other <laughs> yep. people in the field. Also networking groups. Networking course. groups, definitely, yep. Um, but we ask a lot of advice. So like when we were first starting, when we first started dipping our feet, we weren't really full-time. We both had full-time jobs and yep. stuff like that. Started dipping our feet on the weekends. We'd go to work fairs, doing a magic show, charging like a tiny bit of money. Yeah. And then find out from the other performers. You're charging way too little. Yep. And here's what they were making. Then you found out the pricing strategy and what people, yep. what the market is for that uh, mm -hmm. kind of entertainment or rental. Yeah. How saturated the market is for a certain service versus in certain areas. Yeah, in certain areas. Too. Like Connecticut, Massachusetts has a lot of magicians. Yep. So you have the that price. work for next to nothing. Yeah, they work for next to nothing, which actually hurts the industry. Yep. But then... You know, you put your price out there. They see that your well, your price is. They say, "Oh, these guys must be good." It's a little bit higher, but it works, mm -hmm. and people, you know, we get the gigs all the time. It's that weird thing. It's like you, you have yourself at a certain price because you figure, okay, let me let me be a decent bargain compared to some other people, you know. Mm. And then they look at that. They're like, "Oh, you guys they, they only crap. charge this much. Yeah, so they they must not be good." Yeah. Then we started doing payments. Obviously, of course, cash is king. Yes, of course, always yeah, cash. Yeah, uh, yep. But yeah, then we of course take. Checks for businesses, of course, yes, they, they only do checks. If you'd like to donate, please make your check out to Pete and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we, you know, we take credit card, we take PayPal now mm -hmm. because that's just how people want to pay. Yep. All right. So we're going to take a quick break for the sponsors. Um, first, I'd like to plug People's United Bank. Uh, People's United Bank is committed to supporting and enhancing the lives of residents within our communities. Over 5,000 employees focus on providing an extraordinary customer experience through a network of branches located in Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Uh, secondly, I'd like to give a shout out to Gary's East Coast Service. Thank you for being a fuel sponsor. Gary's East Coast Service, keeping you cooking 24-7. Uh, Gary's East Coast Service offers excellent customer service, trained technicians, and a competitive pricing model for all your cooking equipment repair needs. Back to Pete and Chris. Uh, so I have a, I have a quick question. You okay. said you took the leap from a full time position, both of you, right? Yep. Do, yeah. Would you? What are your recommendations to young professionals that that's thinking of taking the leap? What should they look for, and and how should they approach it as far as the planning? Don't tell me you're going to answer first. <laughs> yes, I'm going to answer first. <laughs> he always answers first, yes. doesn't he? So that you could give your it's the impulse. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, absolutely. I, I, I waiting to speak. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. You can. <laughs> Calm down. You can <laughs> All right. Well, don't do it until you're ready. I mean, and what I mean by ready is make sure that like your business is at least somewhat established, that you have some sort of thing. Don't just jump in like just just cold turkey, like just starting it out. That does not work. That mm. does not work. 
establish yourself somewhat, get a customer base, have people who will have you or, or will consume your product regularly before you even begin thinking of doing that. Because mm-hmm. if, if not, you'll find yourself in a world of hurt. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to make sure you have like a constant, the constant flow of work, even if it's just a little bit to start out, but make sure your bills are in order. Yep. Good working car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your house is set to go, especially if someone else in your household has a yeah. full-time job that of course always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because but, the pickings may be slim for a while. Yes. And especially certain things, certain seasons you don't prepare for, for us. Winter, winter. November and January are slow months. So we prepare the months before pay all the bills for the next month. So we know it's going to be slow. Then of course we're taking a vacation or relax for a month. Yeah. But, um, you know, you got you got to plan ahead, but have those contracts. We didn't go full time until we nailed a big contract in New York City, the New York yep. Public Library System, and all its ninety three branches. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, also we get an email said by like forty or fifty libraries saying they want our shows that summer. Wow. We're able to make our jump with a little bit of uh, more calmness mm-hmm. on saying goodbye, yeah. old jobs. Here we yep. go into the new. In fact, wow. uh, it got to the point where we, when we were requesting days off our day job, oh yeah, we, we, we had so many days that we needed to request that it got to the point where we I'm just, like, okay, you know what? We, yeah. we might as well just, just do it. Yeah. You guys didn't work together before this, we, right? We did a couple did jobs. A bunch wow. of jobs, a bunch not all our jobs, but yes, yeah. I did door to door sales. Yeah. Uh, that was hell. You're a fantastic salesman. Oh, Other well, than the walking you. around, I can I can <laughs> see that now being a problem. We oh no problem. I have no problem asking for the sale or for the money after the gig. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, so and he jumped in it for a little. Bit. I did for a little bit, and I failed miserably. Yep. Yep. Wow. Um, it's not door to door sales. If you try, it's not easy. But I I worked it for two years, and I got a lot of sales skills on that job. We both worked at a Panera Bread. Yeah, that's right. That was a fun job. It was, and it was delicious. Yes. Employee <laughs> discounts? Day. Of course. Yep. Okay. Oh, certainly. Certainly. Um, yeah, we worked those jobs in between. Our, our full-time jobs before that, um, you know, of course, door-to-door sales. I was a GM at a Taco Bell. I was a GM at a rent-a-center, a GM. I went to college for business management. And I was also a GM at a Blockbuster. What's a Blockbuster? Yeah, it used to be a a video rental store. Video? What's video rental? But I can, all I have to do is press a few buttons and not back then. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I, I did fantastic. some. I, as for me, I I worked in Japan for three years as an uh, uh, English teacher. Really? Yep. Uh, I li- I lived in. Uh, I can't believe. Why am I blanking on this? There goes your memory. I know, right? Uh, I, I lived in Yamanashi Prefecture, and uh, it was a or, or for a really good school, Hikawa uh, High School. It was a really good school. A lot of good students there. It was really, really, really cool experience. I know other fellow English teachers that did not have the same kind of quality of experience but i was lucky enough to have that and then after that i worked a couple office jobs in manhattan so hmm. like uh, you know doing office job things uh i want to i want to take a minute to ask you before before we close this session what is your favorite magic trick oh that's so tough because once like do you mean you like a visually impressive one like or if you had to pick one do? magic trick to to perform everywhere like, what would it be? Like ease of performance or like that's really that's, a cool. tough, that's a tough question. The one that you would choose if you had to choose. The one that won't kill you. <laughs> I would probably do, if we didn't do one that looks good and gets a good reaction, I'd say silk to egg. Okay. Yeah. Silk to it, egg. What is that? Basically, you take a silk 
he puts it in my hand. Yep. Also, I show it. It's a it's a plastic egg. I show him how it's done. It goes in the hole in the egg. We do it again, and he puts the silk in the hand. The silk disappears, and it turns into a real egg. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's uh, an impressive cool. looking one. The, the audience likes it. I'd say that one. For me personally, I have an emoji card trick where uh, I, I get to uh, through, you know, my supreme intellect, ah. be able to know which card they put down face down and I'm able to match it almost every time because you see, I am a, a very, very, very stable genius. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more about those. Uh, we're going to wait until next next episode. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope to tune in next time for more fun and insightful interviews with an array of established guests. Uh, please subscribe to our show and find out more about Fuel at FuelTheValley.com and on our Facebook page. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of the staff, management, sponsors, or the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce.